and we're live, and we have a very special guest tonight. Someone we've been trying very to get special. on. I've been, I've been shouting him out on the show. I think early as early as our first bonus episode. I think I shot, <laughs> shouted him out. Um, please welcome to the show, Float Universe. Thank you. Uh, you never know who's out there talking about you, and that you you just proved it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, good or I bad, mean, but that's a, that's a good well, one. It's least. proof that the universe does like like sort of uh, the, uh, sort of like transports like the will of of each individual. If if you work hard enough and you just keep trying, uh, you do you do find out that you know uh, where where other avenues are closed, you end up you end up finding your way. And even if that's uh, Telegram, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was good because I was taking time off to not be banned because what i was saying before we started was if you get hit too many times they kind of give you warnings but you never know what's going to be the one that's going to take right. you down and sometimes it's not something you would expect and so when you start yeah. getting flack like that you're, you're over the target and it's like okay i better stop because i know great accounts that were completely wiped off the map never to be seen again like truly gone forever and i've avoided that by strategically intuitively trying to drop out when I when I get warnings now before they wouldn't even give you a warning, but it it, it changes with the times. And so I'm, as I'm sure you're aware. Yeah. But that's that's why you were able to get me on Telegram, because I was spending more time there because, you know, I'm, I don't know about you, but huge Q followers still and that movement. And I've always kind of been it's it basically all, all conspiracy theories combined. Right. So it's always we have a very similar. We're like sort of like like spiritual like twins, actually. I believe we're probably approximately the same age group and we both kind of got into conspiracies the same way. Um, like like the early 2000s kind of uh, 9-11 truth thing and then sort of just grew our, you know, uh, understanding of all these different things as time goes on, things get declassified. Yeah, you're, to be clear, you're talking about you and Flo. I'm not like... Oh, yeah, no, William is a, is a Johnny-come-lately, if you will. But yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, you Flo, seriously, like, I, I, like I've listened to a bunch of your appearances on other shows. I've listened to your show. Um, and you're definitely, we are definitely kindred spirits in that sense. Um, uh, and uh, what's it called? So we're not Q people per se, but we're sort of just uh, it's just open to anything. We're we're open to the truth, man. You know, part of me with the Q stuff is I want to I want to believe it so much, but part of me is like I just want to like grind it into people's nerves that why do I still believe in it? Why why do you care? You know. So, but that, a lot of people don't understand Q from the way I understand it or perceive it. Actually, is probably a better word. I I see it as ongoing. It's a quantum thing that is yet to right. fully unravel and. And maybe we'll get into that, but so yeah. What's uh, I think, th you know, thanks for the I, great intro, by the way. Oh, good man. The Q people I come across, uh, I have a this group, this chat that I'm in, it gets mentioned on the show a fair bit. Which what, is what do like you usually call it? I call it the uh, Margaret and Crystals group. Which <laughs> it's it's like because um, I live in a, a, a but fuck nowhere small former mining rust belt town in the north north of england oh i live near that town and it's that town's telegram group and it's called that town's name like-minded citizens or something like that <laughs> and uh that a, a lot of them are into queue and it there's a lot of women and all the women are into healing and crystals and stuff uh, and most of the people are into Q or that kind of thing. 
And uh, a lot of the Q guys on there are really, if somebody comes in who's not Q, they get really arsy about it. They get kind of, huh, you know, you'll see, you fucking idiot. <laughs> kind of yeah. Energy. Oh, yeah. And I don't argue. I mean, I. Honestly, I consider Q people fellow travelers, as it were. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel I view I view Q as as fellow travelers with me. <laughs> I don't really I don't subscribe to it at all. But I don't I don't get I don't rub these guys the wrong way because I just think you know you're into it. I'm not. Well, there's a massive amount of disinformation with that movement as well, and so it's sure the the posts are their own thing. They stand alone, and it's up to your interpretation. Now. For example, a big one is JFK Jr. is still alive. I don't personally believe it. Q even says himself or itself in the post that JFK is not alive. JFK Jr. is not alive. Right. So there's, uh, there's there's ways of perceiving things, but it's also people get drawn into the movement for things that are not even in the actual Q post. You know what I mean? Like there, there's people that have hard-ons for things that have nothing to do with the actual posts, but the yeah. media clumps them in with Q. Right. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, uh, you mentioned specifically the JFK Jr. and the JFK Jr. Uh, reappearance, uh, as it were, which is, by the way, the media has been giving heavy lip service to because uh, it's like obviously an optical, like it's like it's just trying to show in like yeah. s- sort of alien moon bat sort of kind of fucking. Yeah, because woo. we all saw the top of his head go off. Yeah, no, JFK Jr. <laughs> this is the one who, who drunk oh. drunk drove into the into the uh, Boston Harbor. <laughs> no, that's uh, Teddy, or that's Ted. Well, with Kennedy. a plane, I meant. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, supposedly. Yeah. Well, the, the the theory there is that the Hillary put a bomb on it and he got off in time. He, <laughs> that he never right. died. Right. Cool. That's the best theory I've got for that yeah. one. Yeah. I, I all I know about him is that he is uh, he was um, uh, the sexiest man in America, and that's enough for me to want to see him live. But like with the seniors, <laughs> I think that the best one is the. Uh, the, the, you know, like RFK Jr. is better than. Oh yeah! RFK. Well, oh yeah! The RFK Jr. shooting is like. Well, it's just like well, they they, they figure. No, I mean, it, RFK Jr. as a guy. Oh, as a oh okay. Is oh, even I got better you. than his dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't need RFK to be alive because you got RFK Jr. and he's. Well, you, you know the the vaccine stuff is bad when they're shutting down RFK Jr. for what right. he's trying to say, sure. say about it. You yeah. know, because he's pretty he's pretty left. Yeah. I mean, he's a Kennedy. Well, I think left. Right. That's the thing. Well, like, left, um, what the left and right is is just another divide. It is kind of a loser, at this point. Yeah. It makes no difference whether you're left or right, really. It's a, whether you're tyranny or pro tyranny or pro freedom. Yeah, sure. It's, well, for it, me, it got, for me, it's a whole thing of how you're coming off. What's your appearance? Do you come off here like as a as SJW pink haired liberal? I mean, are you wearing your personality on your? You know, are you literally like, yeah. or you know, it's it's much easier to hide as a conservative. I'm I, I'm personally a centrist, but the center has gone so far. Like Tim What's that? Like Tim Pool. Right. Well, I would, I'm not going to lump myself with him. Good. I'm glad. I've got even other centrist stones. I'm my own thing, but, you know, it depends on how, what side of the fence you are when I'm saying that I'm a centrist because there's a lot of things that are left leaning, but there's a lot of things that are right leaning. But um, I believe in more of a libertarian. I think I see you got a flag behind you there. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the libertarian stuff, but, you know, I try to make the decision on a case by case basis in the moment. But yeah, there's sometimes you have to. Like, like, for example, I didn't want to come out uh, for a long time. I just was quiet about my beliefs and, oh, love everybody. Yeah, I was telling the truth. I was an honest person, very spiritual. 
but I bit my tongue. I had personal beliefs about things, but I just never vocalized them. Sure. But then, but then, you know, 2019 comes around and you have to start making decisions about, you know, are you going to wear a mask or not? Are you going to get vaccinated? Yeah. Well, this election was the election the whole year of 2019 up to 2020, the election, all that, that whole year is when I had to like, when the lockdown started, you kind of, there's kind of like a line in the sand. And at a certain sure. point, when you get to a point where your stuff's getting infringed upon your liberty, your freedom, your way of life, your comfort, because that's when people start getting mad is when they mm. get, you take their comfort away. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, like comfort, I go, soft toilet paper. Hmm. Yeah. Huh? It's just, hmm? just that alone, you know, wakes people up. So I, I think we're in the middle of a great awakening. I think the powers that be, the deep state, uh, they didn't expect Trump to win in 2016. And so the whole thing was, and they kind of failed with Obama, but Obama was supposed to take away your guns, but you can't land Chinese troops, you know, Chinese UN troops on the shores of this country with everybody in a gun in their house. Right. Or every, I believe uh, the Toho once said that to invade uh, United States would be uh, suicide because there would be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Yeah. Braid of glass. Braid of glass. Braid of glass, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Obama kind of failed in that respect. We still have our guns. And so the next part of the plan was for Hillary to have World War III. Um, but that didn't happen because Trump yeah. won. They didn't expect I, him to win. They, I uh, would like to bring up the um, no-fly zones over Syria. Uh, was a key proponent of the foreign policy of Hillary Clinton, which is, by the way, was my absolute um, no-brainer moment for me to go out and pull the lever for Donald Trump, by the way, was uh, this guy says um, he is going to try to work with uh, the other major nuclear power on the planet. And this lady says that I'm basically declaring war on them immediately. (laughs) Yeah, well... You know, if you know anything going into that election, that there's certain people that are deep state picks, that they're on the team, they they worship Moloch, they do the adrenochrome thing, they may or may not be blackmailed, most of them are, but a lot of them willingly do it. Yeah. Um, psychopaths, sociopaths, uh, satanic pedophiles. Right. Uh, I was also really, uh, to, just to dovetail into this, by the way, this is like all over, we're planning on talking about MKUltra, we don't even have to, but, because uh, this, all this shit is basically under the same umbrella of deep state fucking Satan worshipping CIA. Well, well, yeah, I think yeah. this is where you should, you should take the, the turn into the stuff I've got about, I've got about 10 articles in front of me of really Hell good yeah. things we can talk about related to, and it kind of just starts with the CIA now. Or OSS, if you will. Right. Now, where do you think the CIA is, is centrally located? Uh, uh, hell, probably. <laughs> um, well, that's, there's, a, there's a portal to hell where they're located, actually. Um, well, I don't know the specifics, but I would imagine maybe, um, well, no, the CIA. I, to me, Basingstoke. Where? Basingstoke, perhaps. Where's that? In England. Is that? Yeah. I don't know, it's just a random guess. Oh, no. uh, I was gonna say that you were gonna make pull, pull some, You were like gonna okay, pull well, some. I'll, I'll give you another hint. It's not in Langley, Virginia. Okay, yeah. Well, that's where. Yeah, right. Okay, so I was gonna say, isn't that where the FBI is anyway? The CIA is. Are they in the same spot? Well, wherever they're at now, I don't know. Well, ultimately, the answer is Switzerland, right? Oh, okay. Right. The banks. And okay. This predates. This predates the United States, and I don't know if you wanted to go into it. I so that's where all the gold that, is. Yeah. The, what is it? But, yeah. You, no. Think about it. Central Intelligence Agency, Virginia, Washington, D.C. That's banks. not that's not centralized. But guess where the Swiss are mm-hmm. in the in the center of Europe. Guess who doesn't have to participate in the in the wars? 
You know, right. they, they've been neutral for 500 years. Why do right. you, you know, all the crooks, that's where they hide. Guess who hide funded um, uh, fucking uh, William, uh, William the Conqueror to go uh, invade England in an institute usury that had been uh, that had been taken away. Yeah. The Swiss. The Swiss, yes. <laughs> the yeah. Swiss bankers, they funded uh, the Norman conquest of England. Well, right, so so go ahead. Yeah, it's um, one of the uh, videos I watched to research this. That uh, oh, they were talking, they were talking about the um, how the the Rockefellers are, are mixed up with, um, or like the, the Rockefeller Institute, or somebody got a Rockefeller Award, or or well, so or they founded uh, John that, Rockefeller also founded well, Chicago founded University the, of Chicago. And and founded the CIA. Yes. <laughs> so, like, the, like people, what people don't realise is that, that, I mean, we, as a podcast, we take the view that the empire has always been the same empire. It just changes its host. So, like, the the, the switch from be, the Br- Br- British hegemony to American hegemony. Is just a front, and it will be when it switches to Chinese hegemony as well. But it, it's it, it's really a money hegemony, right? And, and so, right. The, well, the whole yeah, go ahead. The the America thing. taking over from Great Britain made no difference at all, and China won't either because it'll already everywhere will be China before that happens. Well. If you believe it, it's higher than that. It's it's the Rothschild, the trillionaires, right, the, sure. yeah, and yeah. then the aliens above them, and well, you know, I mean, the, the, uh, Satan himself, the Eye of Sauron, the the Illuminati, uh, eye at the top of the pyramid. Yeah, well, I mean, what bugs me every day is because uh, I'm like a, I like boats, and so I'm into like naval history, and one of my, we've done an episode on the guy, one of my probably my favorite. Historical figure is Lord Cochrane, who was a British sea captain, and it's everybody knows. Uh, everybody in our circle knows that the that the, the Rothschilds basically took over the Bank of England in a fairly basic sting operation involving the Napoleonic Wars. But not only did they do that, they fucking set up Lord Cochrane to take the fall for it. Just because he happened to sell some shares at the same time, some war bonds at the same time. Yep. So, like, it's the and so uh, I'm a the fall guy. Yeah, I'm constantly <laughs> rereading his memoirs, and I'm just, I just keep thinking this guy's like the Trump of the 19th century. <laughs> it's yeah. like he's, he's the he, he got just hung out to dry for being the bad guy, even though he he, hadn't, well, he wasn't really a Trump because he didn't. Well, he was. He, he he set up his whole life to try and change the system to make it honest. So, you know, whether Trump was or wasn't trying to do that is is moot. But Cochrane was. And, they uh, they occupy a similar a similar role you know in history. Who. Yeah, sure. So let's start with Switzerland, right? And the CIA. This is where this story starts. And this is. Yeah. Uh, from David Chase Taylor. This is a 911truth.org story. And this is 10, what's the title here? 10 reasons why Switzerland is home to the CIA. Right. Here's the main Here's the main breakdown here. Located in Central Europe, Switzerland is home to the one and only 
Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, known locally in Switzerland as the Federal Intelligence Service. And this, this article has all the sources. I'm not going to read them. You can go check out the article. Um, but I'm going to keep reading here. So it's been around since uh, like 700, circa 755 okay. years ago. Okay. Uh, it says it can be deduced that Switzerland is in fact the home to the CIA. The first step in this process is to follow the money, which leads follow directly to the, the money. Yep, the Bank for International Settlements. Yes, yeah, and Basel's hotel in, in ba yeah, an organization which secretly funds the CIA nefarious activities. It doesn't. That's where all the gold in the world is. The you know, like countries' gold deposits are all in there. That's what it in was. Switzerland, yeah. And it's not in Fort Knox anymore. I'm guessing. No, well, if you uh, well, if you know the Die Hard movie, it's it was never in Fort Knox. It's in the one they rob. <laughs> That's it's true. The, yeah. With the bank in New York or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. The, the, also, by the way, similar. Was, uh, allegedly, ahead, it's in a it's in a hotel which was built in the 1920s. Right, and they converted it into this Bank of International Settlements, which was set up for uh, paying off um, reparations to Jews. That's what that's what it was set for up for. What, it, pogroms it in was, the 1920s? Post -world, you said uh, 1920s. It was built in. No, the ho it was uh, the hotel was built in the 20s. Oh, okay. The, B uh, the BIS was set up after World War Two, I believe to uh, administer the shifting around of gold oh, go figure. in favor of the... <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's what you, sh you should go read this article. It's, it's got all the links. It's got tons and tons of links. Oh, what I brought to the table tonight, usually I'll just get on my podcast and just run off with no sources because a lot of the stuff you can just go look up if you're interested mm -hmm. because yeah. I'm lazy. But to, for this podcast, and I said, you know what? I, I started to dig, and I'm like, wow, I, I didn't know as much about psychedelics and how corrupted and in the... In the movement, uh, you know, basically, in yeah. a nutshell, the, the CIA created the, the hippie yes. and the psychedelic movement. Sure. But we talked yeah. about this before, uh, the whole um, uh, the whole Laurel Canyon uh, phenomenon, where basically all of the movers and shakers of the hippie movement, like Jim Morrison. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I've got the whole thing right here. I was going to pull that up later, but I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'll just get right into it because I yeah. just like to go with the, go with the flow. I totally agree. And also, I mean, the, again, also the, the first synthesization of, of uh, LSD was done in Switzerland. Um, yeah. Just saying. Uh, and uh, also... Uh, the all the mover all the big figures in the countercultural movement of the early 60s uh, yeah i got i got a breakdown for you here please in in his 1980 interview playboy magazine uh john lennon also claimed that the military and the cia created lsd right though this did not stop it from encouraging its use in light of the discovery that the CIA funded Gordon Wasson, and that's where I wanted to talk about Gordon Wasson too, because a lot of people think, oh, it's just the guy that found Maria Sabina and they took mushrooms for the first time and he introduced it to the world. But this guy is as deep state as it gets. We'll get into him later. But I wanted to talk about all the people in the military intelligence and the music idols that promoted drug use to America's right. youth. Right. So let's go. Here's the one. The first one is uh, among many examples, Frank Zappa, son of a specialist yep. in chemical warfare, Jim Morrison's father. Jim Morrison was born in my hometown, Melbourne, Florida, by the way, oh, yeah. was Admiral Morrison, the same Admiral Morrison who oversaw Gulf of the Tonkin. Gulf of Tonkin yeah. incident that launched the Vietnam War. We have War. the documents, people. 
Exactly. And then other ones are the birds, Buffalo Springfield, the mamas and the papas, Jimi Hendrix, of course, the Grateful Dead. There's a whole breakdown of the Grateful Dead. Um, and then he goes into the, the father of the police band member, Stuart Copeland, was the founder mm. of the Office of Strategic Service, OSS, yep. precursor right. to the CIA. Uh, other and notable it, members of the OSS, Indiana Jones, anyone, anyone? <laughs> uh, they're they're um, full, uh, what is the police uh, uh, sting was a big uh, early yeah global yeah the whole new wave movement there. there yeah well it goes on to say exactly that. it says he went on to start the new wave mu music movement promoting bands such as his brothers the police also yeah. squeeze b52s the cure oh, Simple I love Mind, squeeze. the english beat the go-go's david mcgowan also pointed out that ian copeland deliberately associated government power with the pop music counterculture by the names he gave his organizations IRS records, the band named the police and his FBI talent agency. Right, okay. um, it goes on, you know, Albert Hoffman too. Um, it, 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 so let's start, go back with Switzerland. Cause I had a whole little narrative with, with this sure. thing. Cause yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Switzerland, the CIA, they work hand in hand, you know, LSD ultimately comes out of the Sandoz laboratories in Switzerland. Right. right? Yeah. So there's the CIA there, LSD, You've got then things going on. Like I got a story here. CIA, what really happened in the quiet French village of Pont Saint Esprit? You ever hear about this? Yeah. Yes, I have. Yes. I have not. Pont Saint Esprit, poison bread. Right. That's what they they said it was. But at the end of the day, I've got a whole breakdown here. It's on Voltaire dot or VoltaireNet.org. This is by Hank P. Alvarelli Jr. and it says what yeah what really happened here it was like and 51 it, or something like that wasn't it early 50s so it's immediately 1951 the CIA was testing for a secret weapon the aerosol spraying of LSD mm. the experiment was reportedly carried out in a French village whose inhabitants and authorities were kept completely in the dark but it went wrong and caused the death of seven people yeah. and it's a full breakdown here of how you got LSD coming out of the Sandoz Laboratories probably earlier. Well, I mean, the, the, Albert Hoffman was saying he invented it, and that Albert Hoffman was overseeing the administration of this over the French village. Mm. In right. this article, uh, it's kind of they say it went wrong, but it's a weapons test. Like it, they, they don't design weapons just to give people a good time and get them to get in touch with their spirituality. Do they? It's like uh, weapons are supposed to kill people. Yeah. I actually stopped taking LSD after I found out of its origins as being a mind yeah. control and that drug. That <laughs> well, well, you know, but here's another thing I want to talk about in regards to all of these things and how these agents and how these nefarious ways they want to use these things, I think ultimately help people have an awakening or, you know, potentially hurt you too. But sure. I, in my case, I had none of this uh ideas of where it came from and who was promoting it in terms of when i was first taking it i said this is just Same. a phenomenal thing and i was using it in a float tank and i had a very wonderful many i've had bad experiences as well but for me i would still use it i still like it i, I give it the respect and space it deserves but i i i think when you have a a very still mind and a, a very at ease, peaceful heart. It's not so bad, but if you're an anxious, tense, dark, depressed person, it's going to show you some stuff sure, and yeah. that, that, that might not be too, too good. I think even at the end of the day, all my bad trips, I, I think I enjoy better than the, the good ones because yeah. I'll tell it's you, like an ordeal. it's like, 
it's like, yeah, exactly. In life, you go through an ordeal. You remember those ordeals and how you survive those ordeals much more than you remember, like, all the good, easy things sure. that happen to you. Yeah. Well, is this like, like uh, I'm, I've never done any psychedelics. So I, I don't, Oh, really? I, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm an alcohol guy. Uh, so like, I like alcohol too. What do you like to drink? Uh, English ale and whiskey, and that's I, I like, like whiskey. bourbon whiskey. Yeah. I like uh, a Guinness actually. Yeah, Guinness is all right. Yeah, although it makes you shit black, but that's all right. Well, yeah, I don't drink that much that it does it to it, but uh, <laughs> maybe if I drink a six pack, I might. Yeah, you're not uh, doing it right. You got to you got to drink at least a gallon. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What do you do? You drink? Uh, no, I'm 11 months clean from uh, liquor, but um, but I uh, I'm still a everyday pot user. I have, oh, okay. have like done me. have yeah. done uh, have done extensive experimentation with psychedelics, and also on your sort of on your recommendation, actually uh, did my first float tank experience. Actually, oh right, yay! Where'd you go? I went to a place called. Um, I do want to give the. I think I gave him a shout out on a bonus episode previously, did, yeah. but I. Uh, I think it was called Float RI uh, in Rhode Island, which is. Uh, oh, I, I live. Cool. Um, I live uh, probably ten minutes from the uh, Rhode Island border in Massachusetts, and uh, I, I live in highly, Massachusetts. It's it's a, quite a place. Uh, I grew up and I've lived here my whole life. Oh, that's cool. Um, what's it called? I. Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, I would recommend that anyone. This is a free shout out to Float RI. Um, they are Float extremely, R. extremely, cool. uh, extremely professional and cool and, uh, also not weird about COVID stuff too. I, I mean, I don't know if that's actually bad, actually a bad endorsement to be putting out there, but this won't get anywhere where anybody cares about COVID anyway. <laughs> so. Well, I, I'm going to share this episode and maybe, uh, I don't know how many people listen to your podcast. Not that a ton of people from my audience would make a difference in your, one way or the other, I think, but I'll definitely be sharing it. And oh, I just meant, I mean, it's not going to be on YouTube or anything. So I think anyone uh, oh, is going to gotcha, be a fellow gotcha. traveler to, and, and know what I mean, you know? Yeah. 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 So anyway, so yeah, I wanted to go, we were talking about, uh, oh, so, so ultimately, the, the, this article that I really liked, and I agree with it uh, over the past few years of being in the movement and uh, studying this stuff, which is Terrence McKenna talks about an archaic revival. Hmm. And he's great, by like, the way. I know he's, he's like great, a but, very beginner sort of like stoner thoughts. kind. Of, he gets that sort of he gets that rap kind of of being like a very uh, like, you know, like, uh, hey, look at your hand kind of thing. But he's got a lot of really insightful, cool stuff going well, on. Here's another one. It. Oh, yeah. I love McKenna. But, you know, and it, and it doesn't change my opinion of him if this is even true. But. And I knew this a couple of years ago, but again, researching for this episode, I re-entered the world of, you know, Terrence McKenna being involved with the CIA or the FBI. And McKenna talks about it in one of his clips, actually. So you've got this article here from Logos Media, new MK Ultra discovery. Terrence McKenna admitted that he was a deep background and PR agent. This explosive audio clip that was just brought to my attention today in Terrence McKenna's own words that he was in fact an agent. I listened to the clip too. Let me see if I can find the quote in the article. Here we go. It says, and certainly when I reached La Chorrera in 1971, I had a price on my head by the FBI. I was running out of money. I was at the end of my rope. And then they recruited me and said, you know, with a mouth like yours, there's a place for you, there's a place for you in our organization. And I've worked in deep background positions about 
which the less said, the better. And then about 15 years ago, they shifted me into public relations and I've been there to the present. And, I, and it's his voice. I've heard that you can listen to the recording on the website that I'm reading this from. But McKenna admits, if you believe it, that he was, yeah, running all over Europe and Asia, doing all kinds of drug stuff. Mm -hmm. He gets caught and he flips. Yeah. In so many words. And he's been, because you know, how does somebody like that who has such a prominence talk about these things, which are essentially True. illegal, especially back then and not get shut down. Uh, it's like the same way. How does Alex Jones operate now? Ultimately he got shut down, but you know, he didn't go away. He just right. didn't, you know, so he stopped talking about, you know what? Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love Terrence McKenna. So it doesn't change how I feel that he, he was probably, you know, in, in some fashion working with the CIA or the FBI. But usually when you look at these things, it's, it's everything is CIA, all the mind control stuff, right. MK ultra, um, LSD, sprang villages with LSD. Terrence McKenna was a PR agent. Now, here's one that I thought, it ultimately turns out to be a myth. Hold on, let me, I got cotton mouth. I got to take a little drink here. I feel you. Yeah, me too. Do you smoke before your episode? Hold on, somebody's calling me here. Can uh, you hear that? I cannot. Okay, good. That was just through my headphones. Um, um, I do smoke. So, I do smoke before the episode every time. <laughs> it, it affects the voice. So my voice sounds so much different when I haven't, you know, got a cough in my lungs out uh, five minutes before. You have a radio voice for the new century, brother. Oh, well, thank you. A lot of people <laughs> like it. Um, but there's there's levels to it. And like, for example, this is a nine day, no fat November right. voice. Like the, the, it, the It's got a lot more full. timbre. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you can clear up a controversy actually, because Scott and I have been arguing yeah. about this that uh, no nut November. I I believe I no I, fap forever. No fap or no nut. They're both. Well, yeah. Well, if you don't do that, you're you're you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Except uh, the, the whole point well, is I'm married, so what's, so what's that's the debate? The thing, I nut. What's the debate? What's the debate? So the debate is Scott thinks he's still allowed to fuck his wife. But I say that he has to practice semen retention, otherwise he's yeah. That's you win, up. you win. I think if you yeah. It's <laughs> it's yeah. No fap is one thing is so. There's different levels to it. No fap is just not touching yourself, not right. looking at porn, that not is even me. touching yourself. And and but the whole point really, the goal is to have power and to have self control. And you literally do gain, I think, energy and power from. I agree. Your that energy levels fluid building up and rising up to your brain. Um, so the whole point is is really to not nut, whether it's with your wife, with your hand, to porn, not to porn. There's levels to it, right? There's levels of the degeneracy. It's yeah. one thing to have sex with your wife and do it that way. It's another thing to just jerk off. Uh, it, basically, you're cucking yourself, right? When you watch porn, yeah, because yeah. you're watching a, another two other people person, go, yeah, another, another person go at it, and you're not involved. Uh, you're watching. So. Well, as a, a my, this my, is William's uh, big galaxy, his fucking galaxy gal brain take. Here it comes. <laughs> my galaxy <laughs> brain take on it is it, you're also a cook if you fuck your wife because you're in the room while some guy is fucking your wife. Ah, uh, I get that. That's that, that's next level there. Call yeah. me a cock then. <laughs> no, the whole point is you can do whatever you want is you just can't not. You can't it does nothing can eject. You have to retain it somehow. You need to train those muscles or you can literally ejaculate with your hand by pushing and pressurizing a certain <laughs> that hurts, area. Well, you get, you get used to it. Um, or you just train yourself to pull that energy up and that's just practice. You need to just practice with your wife or 
practice with your hand. Some people are like edge masters and, and they don't really encourage that with no fap November. And that's the fapping part. Yeah. But I mean, if you're an edger, you never ultimately code to code code completion. So it doesn't really matter. You're not going to lose your energy. And in fact, there's arguments that you're kind of charging yourself down there when you're doing that, when you're not releasing it though. You know what I mean? Like you're sure. charging up the magic wand, but you're not releasing a shot. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I mean, I'm living contradiction of this theory because I, very rarely ejaculate anyway. I mean, yeah, I, I was on, <laughs> I, I Use just, the no not, proper nomenclature, William. Well, that's yeah. great. Well, you know, the problem is you, you neither one of you have an, a problem with it, it, it sounds, but a lot yeah. of people, even in relationships, married, married, newly married, married for years, they get caught up in a uh, lifestyle where they're secret, secretly watching porn or something, or... Um, yeah, I think I'm... I'm I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I never watch pornography, but like when uh, when I was in my formative years, it was very hard to come by any pornography, so to speak. Oh, yeah, it's changed. I a would lot. argue that I remember, uh, I remember pornography the days is you... part of MK Ultra. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And if you, it, it, they used to have um, MK Ultra videos on Pornhub, right. Mm. I don't know if they were real ones or not, but they look like they would uh, brainwash you into doing whatever it was, which is, I don't want to find out what that was. Sure. Yeah. Like, like become like a, like tranny or something kind of thing. Like, I mean, that whole thing's fucking weird, isn't it? How many, like, it seems like there's a lot of tranny. Sissy, sissy porn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, I don't know. Again, yeah. I'm not very familiar. I've been... What the fuck is this stepsister? Step yeah. Brother? That's clearly well, so think about it. So think yeah. about it. The, the whole thing is this. Always remember at the end of the day, like it's about money, but it's also about population control. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. Depopulation, destabilizing society, tearing sure. apart the family, um, pr promoting abortion, promoting birth control, uh, immunizations, uh, vaccines, which ultimately will sterilize you. That's the agenda. So if you always remember that, you always have to look to like if, if the government's promoting something or you know what I mean? Like with the vaccines, a prime example of like, okay, this is probably, I mean, are you guys vaccinated? I don't know. I'm not. Uh, hell no. Okay. Well, that's good. The media lies. They're saying like 70, 80% of people are vaccinated, but I don't believe that. Um, but they also said Hillary Clinton was 96% chance of winning on 2016. Yeah. I mean, my... I think you're just living in a I great, a, a wonderful state. I live in fucking the People's Republic of Massachusetts, and I would say it's like probably close to ninety percent. I do think it's also like people that you, you, you sort of attract people who are like you, and so like I don't. I'm, but even me, I, a lot of the people I know are vaccinated, and just because they just go along with things, right? Well, like I said in the beginning, since the beginning of. <clears throat> 2019 with Trump. I, I came out as a Trumper, basically. I was, I didn't finish my story, but I was like a hidden centrist, sure. quiet. Oh, Bernie, that's fine. I don't care. No big deal. I don't even, I didn't even do politics because although I did do conspiracy theories for like 20 years, I knew everything about it. It makes you sound like a lunatic. And I also, and I also realized before Trump came into office, like, okay, this is basically hopeless. What can I do? Nothing really. And they I never let us actually pick the president. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, that's why Trump gave you hope because. Right. Same they, here. Same here. Like I said, 96%, 97% the day of the election that Hillary was going to win. All right. That, that didn't happen. But th that's why you can't believe the media. They lie, they lie, they lie, they lie. Um, and that's really the only thing upholding everything else because it's really falling apart. And I don't know what, what kind of stuff you follow, I, but. That's what but, the desperate measures are about. I mean, that's kind of the white pill take, isn't it? That, that like, uh, 
the reason they're being so heavy-handed now is right. And like, well, that's before, the thing. If they really had Trump control, Brexit. If they really had, they wouldn't control, be so sloppy. It, well, that's the other thing. It's like going back to what I said earlier. The sixteen-year plan. 16-year plan to destroy America didn't come to, to fruition because, like I said, Obama didn't create the guns and Hillary didn't get to do World War III. And so what they had to settle for was this pandemic, which was to make sure that they could rig the vote, which is the primary thing they were doing, collapse the economic system, get Biden in, and which is, I think, the, the virus was an engineered bioweapon, which I don't even think on a, on a level, I think it's an aggressive form of the pneumonia because my dad, I don't know if you listen to my podcast, but I do, yeah. episode 55, I talk about, which was recently how what's really going on in the hospitals is this. Yeah. So, so you're, getting, uh, you're getting a ramped up PCR test, which is giving people who normally would get treated for the aggressive flu or pneumonia with the regular drugs. They're getting said, okay, you're COVID. You're going to the ICU. So we can yeah. say the ICU is we can charge them more money, and that's exactly what kills them. They don't give them anything but remdesivir, which shuts down their kidneys, which they need to flush out their fluid in their lungs. They, they, they basically drown. And so I watched this happen. This is like three months ago this happened, a year and a half into this pandemic in Florida, where we had access to a lot of things that a lot of people didn't even have access to. And so what's going on is it's a scam where the CDC guidelines are what's actually killing people. If they would have just given, and it's not just my dad, I saw this before, which I couldn't believe was happening to some of these people much younger than my dad, younger than me. And then I would see it after the fact, knowing what I just went through and saying, you know, we would push vitamin C high doses. We would push like things like NAC, which they eventually pulled off the shelves. Mm -hmm. Ivermectin, they were laughing at us as it, as it was a conspiracy, but I work at a pharmacy. We're, we're filling Ivermectin every day so many times. Sure. And Patriot doctors. because we, we are uh, an independent pharmacy, but you go to CVS or, or some of these places, you won't get them. You won't get these things filled by some of these ra uh, uh, radical uh, pharmacists too. I mean, it's a crazy little war out there on every level. It's a political thing. It's yeah. fucking wild. It's absolutely. And this also gets back to MKUltra because basically the product of MK, the, the way that the 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 media and like the normie historians sort of white gold wash fucking uh, the MKUltra thing is they were trying to figure out how to make a Manchurian candidate and they failed. Uh, what they fail to mention in this is that basically in the process of this supposed failed project, they infiltrated every single psychological uh, institution on the planet and basically reworked all of the uh, modern practices of psychology to be one that encourages consumption, one that encourages in obedience, and one that um, sort of... Uh, Perversion. Perver I was going to say that too, and it's also... A, 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 it's very much of a very individualist, find your pleasure kind of um, sort do of... Do what thou wilt. Do what thou wilt sort of, uh, what's it called, uh, ideology. And well, not to mention... Right back to, it goes right back to him. I mean, Bush is... Uh, Barbara Bush is the daughter of... Uh, Crowley. Yeah, I brought this up in the show what? before. I, I brought this up in the show before. This was one of my earliest conspiracy David Icke videos that I watched when Trudeau, I was. Trudeau is the son of Castro. Yeah. Well, he certainly looks like him. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Castro's much more of a Chad. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Uh, Barbara Bush, um, her mother lived in the home of Aleister Crowley. Um, no way. Yes. And, you know, it's speculated that Barbara Bush is the love child of Aleister Crowley and her mother. 
Oh, line the pictures up. You, you it's uncanny the resemblance. Holy when you shit. know that, when you know that, it's I've just, known that for easily fifteen years. Yeah, it's 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 it's, but it's crazy. Like for another little crazy little tidbit about George H. W. Bush is he took the Republican stars, like, and he made them upside down. He's like, right. one day he was like, I, he's like, I don't like that anymore. He's like, make them upside down. And so from that day on, like Bush H. W. Bush, he is the king, the father of all this exactly of all this stuff. It starts with him. And if you want to go into the Q stuff, that starts with Kennedy in 63 and 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 then Bush and then all the stuff that's gone on with the deep state since. That's really where QAnon kind of gets its gets its start. And it, it kind of that's how wraps Kennedy Jr. in there too, because Hillary had him killed and you know he was he was gonna be and it didn't happen and supposedly he's still alive, but Q says he's not. But ultimately Q is just giving us drops. We have to run with it, and now it's in the hands of the people to do what we're doing now. And that's why Q has stepped out, I believe. Q is still an ongoing operation, and uh the best is yet to come, as Trump would say. I do think I will say this of the Q, and I, I don't like I can we I'm not gonna get here and and, and adjudicate every single th- little thing I disagree with it, slash agree yeah. with it, of course. But I think the best thing that has come of it is that it has introduced a whole new world of learning to people who are otherwise checked out and watching Hannity or checked out and watching some court of some sort of fucking global homo like propaganda right wing media, and now they're online. They're learning about so real things in the history. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard for me to watch anybody who is trying to do commentary on the mainstream media narrative, not knowing and not talking about just the things that are just right around the corner that they, they don't know about or they like Joe Rogan can't talk about anymore. Right. You know, Joe Rogan's still great. And, I, and he like I, I love his interviews, but. He doesn't talk about things like he used to, and I know like he's behind the scenes in his like in his house or something, like you know, sitting on his toilet, like saying all the shit he really wants to say. Sure, but he just can't say it. Either he's blackmailed or he just took well, his he money. He just knows he doesn't want to get cool killed. Or, exactly, I, that's what it would be with me. It's like at a certain point, it's like doing this interview and talking about the CIA and stuff. Like I was convinced, and like an hour before I was finishing up a little bit of research, like the CIA had zapped my connection to the internet because I could, I couldn't for the life of me get, I couldn't find a way on. But I ultimately figured it out. It was just the press of a button. But you know that's how it goes. Sure, the mind plays tricks on you. Yeah, it does. Um, well, you've been munching all those CIA sweeties. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you a good acid experience I had one time. Yeah. I got these tabs that were blue, and these are gel tabs. And I don't know if you you, you haven't taken acid. I've done. I've only done the paper kind. Yeah, there's a few different ways to take it. You can put it in drops. You can put the drops in a sugar cube. You can have gel. You spray tabs, it on bread like, in a French village. You could. Yeah. You could. <laughs> Is this a comedy podcast? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't ever, uh, people are like, are you serious? Are you, are you, because yeah. like the, 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 the well, we the don't call stuff. it a pod, we don't call it a comedy podcast because comedy's so shit these days. But we we, we call it a, com, a podcast with a sense of humor. Okay, yeah. we're a history well, show was, with a sense of humor. Yeah. Well, when I first googled the the show on YouTube, I'm like, let's check it out. It was all like a bunch of it wasn't. I didn't realize what it was at first, but it was like I typed in your name, history homos, and it was whole, it was a whole bunch of gay stuff. I go, oh, am I going on like an LGBTQ podcast? Go, well, William's oh, gay, but that's I, I, yeah, I see that. That's but a, no, it's I mean, incidental, I, I, yeah. <laughs> 
I thought, oh, okay, I guess this will be like gay slanted. Yeah. But then I but then I looked a little further. I'm like, oh no no no, this is not it. But then yeah. I went a little further and I saw you did like a, a podcast about Grover Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, one Official of the best president presidents of the history of really. It, I mean, I'm actually related to him, so I thought that was cool. No way. Yeah. Do, Do you have, have a 54 inch waist? I was waist? just gonna ask that. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Do you have a 54 yeah. inch waist? No, I'm actually <laughs> six foot five and I have a 32 inch waist. Damn. Wow. I'm, pretty, I'm I'm a skinny lizard Lankland. person. Yeah, <laughs> I'm svelte. You know, right. you, you, that sounds unstop. That's an unstoppable six foot five. Yeah, fuck man, you're magnificent. Can, you must have I, a, a tall drink of water unit on you. Uh, it, it's proportional. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Too big can be problems. I've heard. Yeah. Well, when I first decided I to be know. gay, <laughs> I, I thought this is actually something I wanted to talk about because. Being gay, you would think having a small penis would be an advantage, wouldn't you? Because, like, you know, I, I'm a late in life gay right. guy, and uh, I thought that. Oh, I'm going to sneeze in a minute. <coughs> I thought it's the that, coof. Uh, so yeah, going going into it, I thought that having a small penis would be an advantage, but it turns out it's very disappointing that it's not at all. Because it turns out that guys that like getting fucked in the ass want to get fucked in the ass with a big penis who'd have thought yeah. <laughs> looking at it from like a, a, a you know a, a normal guy's perspective you'd think it would be the small penis would be an advantage because it wouldn't feel so bad well in my experience and this is as close as i think this is going to get going down this rabbit hole yeah it's taking a big fat shit uh like the I, I, sometimes i take a huge one and i'm like wow this must be like Cause it feels good when you finally release it. Oh, like, this yeah. is kind of yeah. must be like the religious reverse of what? Experience. The reverse, exactly the reverse of gay sex because it's a giant yeah. dick-sized thing. Revert, but doing the reverse, like in that coming through that hole, what reverse? I'm like, this must be similar feeling. Yeah, it is like yeah. It, so it's the uh, it the the virgin gay sex. Versus Love the Chad taking a dump. Versus the Chad taking a dump and Jaya. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, we so really uh, rectaled off into a side. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. That, I know. That's, that's good. That's what, that's what I like. I like very it. Very on brand, that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, another thing I wanted to say about MK Ultra specifically, and we can go back to your CIA stuff in a minute, obviously, but I wanted to just get this, this sort of this stuff off oh, my yeah, chest. Please. Yeah, but, do um, it. You're the guy interviewing. Please. Um, uh, one of the things was, uh, like, sort of, like, as I mentioned before, like, basically, this, this whole thing, like, the broader goal was to sort of rework what um, psychology is and sort of, and this is almost like a hack left wing criticism of psychology is that, um, it's, it's like, uh, it's basically training you to be a better consumer of capitalism. You know what I mean? And I definitely agree with that. Um, uh, because, uh, but it, but it's also, it's, it's bigger than that. It's, um, you leaving? Okay. (laughs) 
he's gonna shit himself. Um, but the the other is talking about it. Yeah, he must it must have sparked something inside of him, deep inside of him. But uh, oh, yeah. no, uh, what was I gonna say though? So yeah, it's it's definitely consu- but moreover, consumerism is really the is really the thing because consumerism is capitalism uh, th- that for destruction as opposed to build as, as opposed to what it can be used for, which is like building infrastructure for people to thrive in. Um, you know what I mean? Um, and uh, basically the uh, the key, the key thing of of after the CIA and uh, the Frankfurt people and uh, the you know basically the broader deep state globo homo um, sort of uh, regime, if you will, um, took over a psychology. They basically made it, as you said prior float um basically they made it so it would encourage as a norm everything that would lead to population control such as uh the equal rights gender movement um the uh yeah that's why they push homosexuality no no offense to gay people but they push homosexuality at the end of the day because you don't like the uh i don't know if you saw it float but we've been talking about the Scott Horton versus Bill Crystal debate that was on Definitely uh, check that out. YouTube a while back. And like uh he was Bill Crystal, what an asshole. What a lizard. But, yeah, but he's like um talking about the he was like throwing out these platitudes because he was doing a ultimately he was doing a talk in New York and he was throwing these things out that you thought were going to land and they totally didn't, but they included saying, oh, yeah, I was very concerned about the about democracy in the United States, but it seems okay now, you know, and, and stuff like that. Uh, uh, and, uh, and then at another point he's going, well, we still have to be concerned about democracy in places like Poland and Hungary. And then you realize that like when it, like when Lenin, when Lenin says the word democracy, it means something different from what you mean. Uh, yeah. uh, and th- this, like, or more accurately, Trotsky that, but, in the instance yeah, of <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But like, so he he's um, when he says democracy, he means gay rights, right? the 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 ability to be to be able to cut your dick off. Yeah, but what I mean, why shouldn't there be? countries if you're gonna if you're gonna pay lip service to democracy what if the demos doesn't like gay rights well that's not democracy anymore that's fascism (laughs) (laughs) let's not forget but i mean it is democracy isn't it that's why democracy no but when it doesn't go out the way that they want the way bill crystal wants it's fascism yeah yeah, that's what he calls it yeah (laughs) yeah so we'll have a vote on on gay marriage and if if you vote against it, then it's not a democracy. It's actually every vote is a vote on whether you, on whether you people deserve democracy. And I think this comes back all the way around to Trump and Brexit, which came before Trump. Uh, that I, I think that was the start of them getting them getting desperate uh, or showing the iron hand in the velvet glove. I think that the. The state of things as they are now, this is one of the things I think about to kind of calm myself down that, that things, I mean, things are as bad as they are, but, and they are as bad as they seem or probably worse, but what I get a little bit of comfort from 
they probably always have been. It's just they haven't shown us until now. And now we know. Yeah, now we know, yeah. Well, so, it depends on how much you, you watch TV and give in to the fear and how much your, I mean, your local reality reflects that too. If you live in a big city, then yeah, it's going to be a lot different than where I live. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch TV I at all. I have the worst. If you live in, if you, if you live in Australia, you're, it's, it looks like a, a horrible nightmare. Yeah, I mean, from we have a lot I'm of listeners looking. from there and the yeah. boy, I tell you, it's pretty fucking wild. I mean, the but, then, but then again, gross. But then again, people are like, oh, it's not as bad as you see on TV. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to think then. Yeah. You know, I mean, Australia looks pretty bad though. You can't go outside without, uh, what is it like? You've got like a little zone you've got to stay in or something, or yeah. you, you've got to get vaxxed to go out. I don't know what it is. You got to show your card. Well, certainly you got to get vaxxed to work there. Um, as oh, our, scary our, stuff. As the man on our, our my, my, my sobriety coach and Williams male health uh, guru will attest. Um, but uh, he thankfully he's he's social distancing on the beach right now. So yeah, you don't have to wear shoes. Yeah, as long as he'll wear a mask, but as long as you have to want it to wear shoes. It's just a shame. It's just a shame. This globalist scam we've had to endure for the past almost two years now. And uh, people are waking up to it, though. That's the beauty of them having to go at double the speed because Trump's four years, all the things that Trump did that they have to undo, Trump ended all those wars in the Middle East. And I've right. got to go in and do, do all that. I mean, the, 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 the fiasco in Afghanistan, uh, the gas prices, the border crisis. I mean, it's like they opened, they uh, Biden got in office and the, and the Chinese handlers and the deep state handlers just started pulling all the levers as fast as they could. Um, yeah. Because what I believe has happened and I, I listen to X-22. I don't know if you listen to him. There's a few other accounts I follow that are kind of in the same vein. But I believe that it's like a chess match where you've already won. Yeah. But you still have to play out the game, right? Like we've won the White Hats, the society, the, you know, we're not going to die. They're not going to take over and reduce us to 500 million, you know, but they still have to play out their hand. And you got to remember a lot of these things that Biden is doing, they're not laws. I mean, it's a mandate. Yeah. It's not a law. So what the problem is, it's the, the, the billionaires that run these corporations that are, it's, it's a corporate talk. Yeah, sure. I mean, like it's what's happening. Th this whole uh, law thing. I mean, I think we're big. Uh, we have a friend of the show. Uh, I don't know if, you, if you're aware of his existence or not. Uh, a guy called Legal Man, who's he's very funny, uh, probably most intelligent person I've ever spoken to. Uh, With a name like that, he better be. Yeah. <laughs> he's U.S. Law Review on Twitter, if you want to go to Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. He, he's a Texas lawyer and uh, the most black-pilled. You've, you've never seen a black pill until you've listened to this yeah. guy's show. I'll tell you that. His show's called The Quatch. Uh, and, uh, but all this, like guys like him, his basic thing is he's like a disciple of Lysander Spooner, so that the, the the Constitution, all kinds of legal authority are bullshit. There's no authority for any of it, and and like, so we're talking about political stuff in the realm of you know who's the president and all that. But like you're alluding to with the 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 corporations, it's a it's a giant monolith, and what we think matters. Is just is only there for us to look at. Yeah, you know the stuff of Biden and and laws and Congress and courts and stuff. The things that actually matter are going on in the boardrooms and the fucking, yeah yeah. 
Well, yeah, if you and they they are not uh, you didn't put them in office, then that's what's really controlling things. You're, you can't work here because our giant corporation says you have to be vaccinated if you want to continue to work here. Yeah. Bye bye. But, you know, it's that's the scary world we live in. And uh, it's not a, it's, a, it's not a law. It's not constitutional. But and the courts are job. even going to stop it. But that doesn't well, mean the, that the White House is going to say White well, House says say, just do it anyway. Yeah. Do you say that on the, the, the news came out didn't it? because it, like the uh, a federal courts put a, a stop to the I mean, this it just totally backs legal man up, doesn't it? The, yeah. Like the courts have even when the courts occasionally do. And this explains why, because if you talk to uh, lawyers and judges, they're not, they don't like to think of themselves as corporate shills. They like to think of themselves as high minded individuals. Sure. Uh, Same with doctors, by the way, even though they're they're in, especially in America, they're uh, glorified fucking insurance functionaries. Yeah. Well, they're glorified government functionaries in in Great Britain. Yeah. Uh, But this is like, I mean, Okay, so I've mentioned this before, but th- th- this has just come at the right. The conversation just gone the right. You way. had a brain blast. A, fr- a friend, of, yeah, a friend of mine was part of the doctors' union in the, I guess, early two thousands. We had a Labour government, and they renegotiated the uh, general practitioner, which is you know like the family doctor right. contract, which is what most doctors are, right? And they used to. So they used to be like autonomous. Um, I mean, and they still they they kept their autonomy on paper, uh, but they used to have responsibility used to come with that. So you used to have to, if you were going to be a national health service GP, you had to, if the phone rang in the middle of the night and somebody was dying or something, you had to go to their house and stuff. You know, or you had to, uh, you know, the GP at the local level had to organize that shit to happen. You know, so if he didn't want to do it himself, he had to pay a, a locum to do it or or whatever. But uh, so my friend who is a GP was part of the union delegation that n- negotiated with the government to renegotiate the contract in the early 2000s. And they, they said they got everything they asked for you know their like initial stupid bargaining position the government just gave it to them and it included but it happened to include the the bonus they got that they hadn't even asked for was they didn't have to do house calls anymore that 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 would be all operated centrally and like looking back at it now so they basically they got their money doubled and they didn't have to take personal responsibility for their clients in that you know, you have to go out in the middle of the night if your if your patient is sick. Angle, right? We'll take care of that. Don't worry. We'll just send an ambulance and take them to the hospital. That was you can see that as paving the way for this, where the doctors don't even read the medical journals anymore. Uh, they're just functionaries they're literally just going through the motions of oh the government's told us we've got to not allow anybody to come in the surgery the government says we've got to give this medication give that medication it used to be like there used to be within the the nhs system prior to that contract they had a lot of the it it was doctor patient relationship i mean i've had to you, you now have to opt out of having your information shared with the government for now, they 
claim yeah, that Yeah, I opted that's out. Possible. I have to take a COVID test for the first. I'm getting my cherry popped for the COVID a PCR test tomorrow. Not PCR, the, the rapid test. And um, uh, You're not allowed to do it yourself? No. Actually, I don't know. Here. I might be able to uh, technically, but I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't do it whatever but in, in the when you sign up for it um it asks you if if they're able to share your data to um institutional you know authorities yeah. or whatever uh in order to help better blah 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 and i checked no and it didn't <laughs> tell me i couldn't do it so yeah well here it's more like they brought out the, there's um i mean i only know about it because i mean all these fucking Maga and Crystal's groups and shit on Telegram. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known. But you have to go on the government website and put your uh, details in and tick a box that says, uh, "My GP, you're not allowed to get my information from my GP." From my GP, mm. which is, I mean, it, it's it's not as easy as just w once at a time not giving consent. It's fucking crazy. So yeah, I mean that's how I. But looking back, you can see, like, you know, this float, they work in on a much longer time scale than we do, don't they? So, like, for that to be at the turn of the century, to oh, lay yeah. this, the, the thing for the, they knew this was coming. We didn't. Well, I mean, if you go into where I go with some of these things, there's a thing called Project Looking Glass where is they, the time travel to, thing? It's kind of a, t it's a time lensing device where okay. they can kind of, do things like the and then see in uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they can kind of do things and see how that's going to affect the timeline and then kind of tweak it to their preferred outcome. Uh, but the thing is, if you follow this timeline and the stories about what's out there with this thing, that at a certain point, the timelines converge into where we're at now. They say that was probably around 2012, uh, you know, the end of the world. Right. So we're in this post 2012, I call it the Great Awakening, where it started, I think, with 2012, and then you've got the the Great Awakening with Trump and fake news, and QAnon comes into the scene. Q Pizza Gate, we can't forget about that. Oh, that was that, huge. All, to that, me. all that stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just prior to Trump, there exactly all yeah, that. The stuff Pizza Gate subreddit was a, a massive thing for me. Uh, the pictures so the of um, Alephantis' Instagram and and the ping pong pizza and then the guy who got sent there who was an actor and his dad works yeah, for the FBI. Shot the computer. Yeah. <laughs> shot the hard drive. Yeah. 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 But they don't report that they shot the hard drive. No, he just fired randomly, I guess. Yeah. And it was very menacing and spooky. <laughs> totally like wasn't MK Ultra, by the way. Like those guys who were following Kyle Rittenhouse. Right, yeah. <laughs> what the pedophiles? You mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were following him, according to what was it? NPR said that. Was it NPR? Oh, some I'm news sure, thing yeah. somebody shared on the Telegram chat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were following, and then yeah, he said he had his hands up, supposedly yeah. when he was fired on. Okay, yeah, it's his so, hands so, up to point a gun at him. This is literally the opposite of what he said. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So basically, a lot of this starts with, you know, Roswell. Area really? 51. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Project Looking Glass basically was reverse engineered. It's kind of like a pineal gland. I don't know if you've done DMT, if you meditate I heavily. Um, your pineal gland, you, it, it's supposedly the gland that creates your dreams. It, it's activated when you die. Um, 
And so they kind of, they say that the project looking glass is kind of like a reverse engineered pineal gland and it's able to like lens uh, time in a certain way where you can kind of predict reality to a certain degree of percentage. And then you combine that ultimate later down the road with a quantum computer. And you always gotta, you always gotta know that these black ops, uh, these, these secret space program, these projects are probably 30, 40, 50 years ahead of what's publicly available right. Right, in, in, the, in the consumer realm, what's available in the public consciousness. And so what I think is going on at the CIA, Area 51, places like this, you've got black, black sites, you've got the CIA, which is running all these black sites across the globe. Like, for example, North Korea is a black site. Mm. But North Korea is saber rattling. Uh, because it's, it's the deep state running the CIA, which is causing war so they can get paid because yeah. it's an know, international it's, global threat. Yeah. Well, right. So it, it, we go to war, people die. They, they, here's the thing. They want death. They want destruction. They want death because it's good for population control. They want destruction because it's good for resetting the financial system, which is why if you go down the road, I go down, which is X 22 and the financial reset happening, but not yep. the way they want it. We're with you. That kind of stuff is where I'm at, but but, but I want to stay with the Switzerland and the CIA, and then now we're at the the modern time of Area 51. All this reverse engineered technology, you've got the modern wizard and warlocks at, at the CIA, and and they're working hand in hand with the aliens. If you believe it, the aliens ultimately want to trade technology for access to people, because just like the satanic pedophiles, the aliens want adrenochrome and adrenochrome producing organs and substances. Uh, for oh, themselves, man. so it's, it's an intergalactic. Alien dick. It's an it's an intergalactic human uh, uh, trafficking operation, not just international, which is massive, 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 massive. Uh, I, I can't oh, remember yeah. what they say. Eight hundred thousand children go missing every year, something like that. Um, where do they go? Right. Well, where they go is they, they can go all into be under- eaten by senators. Well, they go into the deep underground military bases where they are uh, either just kept as slaves or they're subjected to genetic uh, manipulation and, 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 and black ops science projects. They're sent, if you believe it, to a program called 20 and Back, where they're sent to Mars and then they're time regressed when they come back. They, go, they do 20 years in Mars and they come back like they've never aged. It's kind of like a Flight of the Navigator type stuff. Mm. Wow. Yeah, oh yeah, also all kinds of crazy stuff. People that want to go into this stuff further, I recommend looking I don't want into. My, I don't want my kids to end up having to give some fucking Martian a foot massage. Well, I think the I think the white hats are in control, and you're like Q says. In the, we're watching a movie and like enjoy the show, and that's how I try to perceive things. Even though yeah, gas is like almost four dollars a gallon where I'm at, and I could really go for that cheap gas in a mean tweet, as they would say. Yeah. Mm. But, but anyway, so you've got the CIA uh, doing all these things across the globe, causing wars, getting paid because at the end of the, you know, at the, at the top, you've got the Rothschilds funding everything. And when countries go to war, they ultimately win because they want death and destruction. They want population control. They want the money that, 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 that these wars for rebuilding and then for the tanks and the bombs and, and their guns and their bombs and their guns. Sorry. Exactly. In your head. In, yeah. So you've got um, 
in every part of the government, in the deep state, there's white hats and, and, and black hats, if you will. And uh, a lot of these wizards and warlocks out of Area 51, there's another one called Dulce Base. If you believe it, they're working with aliens and a lot of aliens, if you believe it or not, are actually demons, right? That's what I believe a lot of aliens are, are angels and demons that we, you know, in the olden days, we perceive those as angelic sure. or demonic. Um, but I do think that there are overlords at the top of these pyramids Satan be it being at the top. I do think there is evil in the world. I think there is a, a control structure. I think the devil loves communism for whatever reason. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good way to organize people um, and have that uh, control uh, power structure the way you want it. Um, you don't want the hands and the, uh, the power in the, in the middle class. That's why they're draining it dry. Yeah. Um, you don't want I mean, the, like people to have a say. Satanism and communism are both things that very dull people espouse to make themselves appear in interesting. That's true. It's just so interesting. It's so interesting to me that I don't even look for it. But a, a lot of these, you know, I start floating and you do psychedelics and you have a very peak spiritual experiences and you you come into contact with teachings and people and readings and uh at a very high level, you find that most most teachers do not like communism. And, and for example, David Hawkins has a, Dr. David Hawkins, he has a muscle test, you know, a, a kinesiology, uh, your muscle goes weak, it's the truth versus falsehood indicator. And you have to train this and, and you can read his books, it's very fascinating. I read a but book by he, a different Dr. David, go on. In term, he, he ultimately comes up to a level of consciousness on a scale of zero to a thousand, with a thousand being people like Jesus and Buddha, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Most people are living at 200 or below. Most people are actually below 200, which is anything below 200 is uh, like fear and, you know, all those negative things. But right at 200 and above is courage. And then you get into the levels of the heart and the mind, and then you get into the enlightenment stuff. But most people are living under 200. Um, and, and so he, he goes into communism. He says communism's under 200. It's a very low um, way to a, a political structural organization of people. It's not good. And so it's just interesting that every corner I go around in, in a lot of high-end spiritual teachings and authors and stuff that's considered to be at the top, it's they, they don't like communism. So it's just a very interesting takeaway that, you know, like, oh, what, what does the devil prefer? Apparently it's communism. So it's not something I want to be one way or the other. It's just you know, as I try to objectively observe, because that's the thing also, like one of my teachings I try to give to people is you want to know the truth of reality, uh, you know, don't judge. Like if you see, if you seek the truth, hold no judgment, uh, you know, don't polarize because when you polarize, it, it, it gets you in all kinds of problems in terms of like, yeah, you have to, like in terms of like, I had to polarize in terms of my political beliefs over the past year and a half because, uh, certain things in my life, I had to make a choice, but I'm going to get a shot or wear a mask or right. say something or not, or, yeah. or go into a business or, or, you know, stand up for a right. Or, or is this a, you know, you, you, as much as I'd like to just stay in the center and be Mr. Nice guy to everybody, there's certain things I'm not going to stand for. And I had to polarize and I hated to do that, but it just had to happen. Oh, so I, I think, encourage people. Oh, go ahead. You're right. Because like, if you, I mean, this is why I was my, one of my daughters got uh, got jabbed, and it's so upsetting. You know, she's too old for me to prevent it from happening, and and like because if you don't stand up for the for this, and like to me, I it, I couldn't protect her from that. Like, what what can you stand up for? 
what are you gonna what is gonna make right. you stand up that's if, been if not kind that? of my thing too like i well, i oh, go ahead sorry Oh, I was going to say, it's like you know, the story, and I think it's about a, a Jew, and he's like, they came for this guy, they came for them, then they came yeah, for yeah. me, and they, they, there was nobody there, you know, because I didn't stand up for anything. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, I don't want to, at the end of the day, I'd love to be just the guy chilling, smoking weed, having a good time. Yeah. Hey, get in the float, get in the float tank and relax. Yeah. Know yourself better and deeper, but, you know, unfortunately, I live in a society that not only do I have to polarize and make decisions about where I'm going to do and who I'm going to be with, like, uh, yeah, dating, like, okay, am I going to date somebody who's been vaxxed? Like, do you believe there's these people are going to be alive in five years? And I hate to right. say that because people I love dearly have taken the vax. I hope they stay healthy and it's a no, not a big deal. Or in five years, are we all dead because they shot us? Well, uh, that's okay. Yeah. I'll fight for that. But uh, I'd much rather it be that way than the other way around that these people got. Because of these people being well, these people that are getting vaccinated, that's the thing. They're useful. I hate to say it, useful idiots. Um, yeah. And, they, and, they, and they, they, in a lot of cases, they don't have a choice. And so I don't blame them. It's like I got to support my five kids and I live in a state where I have to get this right. you know, jab or the certificate to say I've got it. So I got to do what I got to do. And I, so I pray for that, that, that nothing will happen. Because, again, like I, I'm a victim of this with my dad and I ran my mouth for a year and a half before this all happened to me. And at the end of the day, I couldn't I still couldn't stop it because I, I was in a place where I couldn't help him help them with preventative measures because my mom right. had it. And here's the thing. We have totally and completely lost uh faith in doctors and specifically the hospital yeah. I'm telling people if your loved one gets pneumonia if they're losing oxygen get them on ivermectin as soon as possible i promise you i'm not trying to make some fake shit up here i've lived it many times over now i've seen it i was saying this at the beginning of last year i said wait a minute this is a, this is a statistical hoax i just didn't know how they were doing it but this is what they do they get you in the hospital they they keep your family away they don't do any care they don't give you any vitamins or minerals right. to get you healthy they give you a medicine rindisivir which costs ninety thousand dollars that was the most expensive thing on the bill that kills your loved one that's the thing that really takes them over the edge so if, if you take anything from this podcast float in a float tank if you have access to one it'll be really it could be potentially life-changing or just very relaxing uh if your loved one gets covid if they get pneumonia if they get the flu get them ivermectin myfreedoctors.com listen to my episode 55 podcast oh by the way i'm not wrapping up this podcast i just want to make yeah. sure that no please you can plug whatever on, like, yeah 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 sometimes points. i think it's I better to get sort of sort of like some promotions in during the middle of the episode uh because that way you know maybe well it's just you know why am i here what do i stand for i have a meme page and i've had experiences with psychedelics and they've been life-changing and, and i lived in a float center and it, that was life-changing even before i lived there so that's like the thrust of my message but i know the theme of the podcast was like like CIA and conspiracy and, and, and drugging the population. And that's what they wanted. Like ultimately in terms of the history of the CIA and they wanted mind control, like MK right. ultra, the MK no, stands for it. mind control. That's yeah. what MK stands for. So like you know, it's funny example, how they, how they spell it control with a K, isn't it? Well, what because the German way yeah. I know yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hmm. thing that's the craziest too how, about why, why it would be, uh, well, it's an Operation unholy alliance. Clipping, it's an unholy alliance. It's Nazi scientists and Jewish scientists yeah. <laughs> working yeah. together to, to destroy the planet. <laughs> well, I, I, it's another thing I keep coming back to on the show, like this, the testimony of Rudolf Hess at the Nuremberg trial of like, he was like, oh, well, I didn't know all this shit was going on. It must have been the Jews that tricked us into doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and it like it seems absurd and then you look at the shit like what's happening now and you're like 
uh, <laughs> maybe maybe has other point yeah um well hopefully we'll have a, a, another nuremberg here soon a modern day yeah, with, sure. with fauci yeah, right. at the uh guest of honor seat yeah but, i mean like having said that i've been meaning to bring this up on the show for ages right because like you know we've kind of already touched on how left and right is really just divide and rule uh, and it doesn't really make. Well, any I think it's part. It's very much part. First of all, it's part of Hegel, which is the idea that that uh, that it's like two diametrically opposed, you know, forces that are conf- basically all ideologies viewed through this fucking dichotomy or whatever, and it actually prevents any true freedom from being achieved because of the the dichotomy of uh, the two groups essentially. And I yeah. think that the MK Ultra Project did a lot to. Um, sort of like ingrain that into our everyday lives. And I think yeah. COVID was another big way to make it make this divide of these two societies, it's, it's basically. A, yeah, another divide, isn't it? Yeah, it's it, literally not, these two it, societies that occupy the same geographical locations um, are now forced to contend with one another, even though because of actual government and, you know, medical, big air quotes, uh, intervention. You know what I mean? Uh, so, but anyway, my, my point is, you know, everything's divided and rule, including Israel. Yes. Like, it, the the people, okay, you can say, that, you know, Zionists are, are responsible for this, that, and the other, which they undoubtedly are. Sure. But if it wasn't those that sort of shit would happen anyway. It's just, it's just another, it's just another divide and rule thing is this whole JQ thing. Right. I don't really think there is a JQ. I think that, because I, where this is, is me this coming trying to get from? back? Because I, trying it's to get just back in your, in your, uh, your CIA you're, agents, uh, hand, your handlers, you're also, fucking good you're, graces. <laughs> the thing is, Flo, Scott is, Scott is a big JQ guy. I'm a uh, self-hating uh, Jewish man. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I just think it's I I think it's counterproductive. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's a JQ man? The, he's a, into the Jewish question. <laughs> well, the def- de- define that. It, it blames Jews for everything. Not everything. In fact. Oh, okay. I, I know what the I thought the Jewish question might have yeah. been Holocaust denial. Well, let's uh, not get into it. <laughs> not do no, no, no. I just, I, well, that's what I wanted to. That's, that's why I wanted to def- define what you were saying there. I didn't want to. Before I get behind it, I wanted to define what well, we're talking well, okay, about. But what? But what? Oh, so your point being is that look, Nazis the Jews and run Jews. The media. I'll, I'll, I'll start there. How about yeah. that? Well, I was gonna say, but your point being, William, I'm guessing is that Jews, Jews and Nazis got together to do MK Ultra. Yes. Uh, to is is that what you're getting at here? Is that it's not no, so easily no, not boiled down into fucking? No, it's it's what I'm just. What, literally what I'm getting at is that the reason, as much as anything else, the reason for all the objectionable activity of Israel might just be to get us to hate Jews in a divide and conquer thing. Because they do it with everything else. As every other stratification of society and division of society it's all divided i would agree with you people are getting smarter though like people are like people know that not all jews are zionists and not all zionists are jews 
And if you understand what the Zionists really are at the high level, the synagogue of Satan yeah. and the billionaires and even the trillionaires, like that's the thing people don't understand. Like that Forbes richest list is a bunch of bullshit yeah. because the Rothschilds aren't on people, there. Yeah. A ton of people that are not even remotely would blow those other people out of the water, not even close to exactly. uh, the real list. And like the Zionism's a, a British project anyway. More than a well, it's, 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 it's really, at the end of the day, a central banking via fucking Switzerland project. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I bring that's why I wanted to really make Switzerland the, the focus of this, because that's where all these scoundrels hide out. That's why right. all these, Switzerland's been neutral for all these wars. And that's why they yeah. the money and all this stuff. And it's all so, leads back to Switzerland. And that's the the the, the so nice Templar and thing. shit like that. I mean, this goes really far back. Very tangentially to the topic, another the other country that was neutral in World War Two, which is, is mystifying how it managed to maintain that position, is Sweden. And Sweden has been spared the globalist coup tyranny. So what yeah. is is are not as strong. Well, they haven't done the the population has been spared from it. Sure, I mean I think twenty percent of them took the clot shot. Yeah, but that's their choice. They sure, can take, yeah. They could become heroin addicts if they want, can't they? It's, but not if the CIA is not growing fucking heroin in <laughs> Afghanistan anymore. They can't. <laughs> but yeah, they could get the real thing instead. To get the fucking fentanyl. Uh, so, but my, I'm just wondering what that's about. You know, at the back of my mind, I'm thinking that. You know, it seems like a good thing, but what? Or at least a good thing for them, but it, are they the new Switzerland or no? Every how, experiment needs a control. Yeah, how did they get away? I thought they wanted this one not to have a control. I mean, the, like the, the the medical trials don't have a control. They've already unblinded all the controls in the fucking vaccine trials. Right. So, like, how come that was allowed to happen? That's what I. It's it just it's. I believe Sweden's got just as much fucking public debt as any other country. It doesn't have its own central bank. It's on the, I think it's, well, on you know, it's order. like this country, not every state here, you know, every governor governed differently. Not every, you know, like uh, yeah. California, Michigan, New York, they weren't a deep state, probably blackmailed or right. in the pocket of somebody. Or you know ideologically I mean? so, well, just motivated. Right. Like, but look at Cuomo. Those are, Cuomo is a perfect example of just a, a deep state criminal out there in the open. Finally got his time. Finally got yeah. his time, and then he got taken down. Thank God. But he killed so many people it in was, home initially to to ramp up the numbers, and and that's oh, it's just he would have gotten away people, with it too if he didn't criticize the Jews. By the way, <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so. That was what he started saying. That the, that he said these fucking Orthodox, they're spreading the virus. Um, and I believe that that had something to do with the whole um, his downfall in terms of the media coverage of, you know, something that could easily be pushed under the rug by the media, such as uh, a uh, accuser of someone hugging. You know what I mean? But yeah. the media ultimately decides who they're going to go after and who they're going to cover and who they're going to destroy. And I, I think it realized- had to do with his fucking not saying very and admittedly pretty non optical shit about the Jews. <laughs> I think it would it would have just been so much better if it, if he'd have just been able to hold out a little bit longer because he did 
he held on to his office with great tenacity and he's to be admired for he should write a book about that right yeah. right <laughs> how, he, how he managed to not get fired I for kept so my office as governor well, here's what i think happens a lot of times this may not necessarily be the case with him but i think ellen's a perfect example of this that if you follow the q narrative there was this whole DeGeneres? thing about Yes, joke. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I had a crush on her when I was a little boy. Just Although to she is CIA, in my opinion. Well, what, 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 what I'm going to use her for is this, that Q talks about some of these people have flipped. Some of these people are, are, are acting out their narrative. And okay. in, in Ellen's case... Uh, if you really get into the Ellen stuff, it's dark. The pedophilia. Oh, I thought you were and, like I was joking when I said DeGeneres. I thought you were going to talk about Elon Elon Musk. No, or something. Ellen Ellen okay, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. No, yeah. it's her her adrenochrome uh, rabbit hole is very dark, and she's got all kinds of Basquiat paintings in her house, and she's got all these things that are like clues. Like she's got a a set of old dungeon keys in in one of the shots like so the whole thing with the lockdown last year was this with ellen like a lot of us believed at the time that this was it like the globalist is this is either q gonna do his thing or the globalist really gonna do their thing this is the the game was on and a lot of us believed that ellen a lot of these people had flipped and had been Rendered to Gitmo, Tom Hanks is another one. Like the whole the whole thing with Tom Hanks at the beginning was super weird. Yeah. Oh but yeah, he El was the El first guy who had COVID, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And he but he had a whole weird thing of like people thought he was CGI and he was tele doing doing his uh video conferences from um Gitmo. It looked like whole, a set. The, it really did look like a set. And the whole thing with his wife too was weird. It was just so weird. But back to Ellen. So Ellen has all these things going on that are just horrible things. People are going on her Instagram and her Twitter and it's they're putting pizza and and, and, and adrenochrome <laughs> and, and, and baby things, dead baby stuff and just horrible, horrible things. And it's not being taken down. It's like wow, like maybe the White Hearts are somehow in control control so the whole narrative last year was ellen was taken down she was flipped and then her narrative was like she's a bad person because that's how she exited the media she True. disappeared for a while her show came back and it was to like you know just the empty audience and the tvs and shit like that but then at a certain point all these things came out on twitter and stuff about how much of a nasty person she was right. well the thing nice was, gate. The the, yeah, the, the media wasn't reporting about any of the things that obviously the adrenochrome people were talking about because there was a yeah. whole thing about Oprah's house being raided and Tom Hanks. It was all weird. And he was like in a government facility when they said he had COVID in Australia. It was a, it was a whole thing. Like I was eating it up with a spoon and I was like, wow, this is it. Like this is the globalist. This is like in the beginning of the pandemic, I thought it's like, oh, this might be real. The first few weeks, I'm like, it might be real. It might try to kill half the population of the earth. Like Thanos snapping his finger. You know how the media kind of sets things up in the mind of the consciousness sure. of the of the public. I yeah. thought immediately of Thanos and him that snapping his finger. Exactly. Stuff like that. And uh, I was eating that shit up too. Yeah, Thanos, snap them all away. Um, a boomer remover. Like, I remember joking about when this, I had a like, podcast at the time. <laughs> what if this is real though? I, I was in the beginning, but then I kind of figured it out. I'm like, oh no, this is, they're going to do it this way. Yeah. Cause Trump really was in control. If they, if it would have been a lot worse if Trump and the, 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 the white hats weren't in control, which I, again, I sound like lunatic, but I still, I still believe, look at Durham. I don't know if you're following this stuff, but you keep seeing Durham and his indictments come out. They're getting closer and closer to Hillary. Oh yeah. The Russiagate. Know, 
yeah, Russia, basically for those who aren't in the loop, uh, the Russian researcher, who, by the way, is also a uh, former lawyer for the Clintons, uh, Hillary specifically, I think, um, he is actually being indicted for, what is the exact charge? But it's related to the, uh, related to the Steele dossier, which is the basis of the yeah. entire Trump- I Russia can't remember the Lying to the feds, basically. Yeah, yes, so. basically that, yeah. So it's like very, very openly, and by the way, of course, after Trump is out of office, now they're, uh, uh, this, this all comes to light that the whole thing, the whole first three years of the Trump presidency was wasted because of literal horse, horse fucking manure. Yeah. I don't I think it was say, wasted. I don't think it was wasted. He, he did, did a lot of great things for Israel. You're so right. many things <laughs> and so many things they had to publicly undo and say like, wait, 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 why are you undoing this great thing that Trump did? Like people, oh, they piss me off now, but after the fact, the people that were n never Trumpers and now are just, you know, pump that $4 gas, honey. I'm, I'm glad your liberal ass mm. likes it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's so, it's so, um, it's so, what's the word? Gratifying to like own the libs. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at the but same time, yeah, we still have to live face. in it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, but, but I, again, I have hope. Um, I'm hopeful. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> I'm not black pilled. I'm, I don't know what you would call me white pilled, but uh, I'm hopeful. I've taken the red pill many times. Um, I've taken the whole bottle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say, I, before, we, we can sort of wrap up. We're coming up on it, I guess. But I was going to say. I just, can I just tell you what I paid for eight and three quarter U.S. gallons of, of petrol today? Sure. What? How much? 53 pounds. 53 How pounds? That? Jesus. That? That's yeah. like, Dollars. that's probably like 70 bucks. Yeah. Wow. So. For that's eight fucking crazy. Yeah. Nine, nearly nine gallons. So. Still, wow. that's like forty-five dollars here. Nine gallons here, I'm paying about. So that's like six six bucks a gallon. Yeah, thirty bucks. Wow, bucks I'm paying that's it. crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway though, so, but I, one of the things I was gonna say is like, listen, I love, uh, first of all, I love what you're doing. I think all of your stuff is also, especially the psychedelic, like I really like, I, most of the people who listen to our show are a bunch of, they think I'm a fucking hippy dippy fucking uh, homo fucking, uh, in touch with nature, Mr. Fucking pothead. Look at your hand guy. Whenever I talk <laughs> about, uh, whenever I talk about psychedelic stuff. Um, so I really think I think it's it's the next logical step is to bring the conspiracy world and the psychedelic world together. I think they go in hand in hand. And I, I'm very much with you in that camp. Um, so I, I love what you're doing now. As far as the cute things, obviously, there's so much that we agree on. I would say the hazard of the Q, ultimately the entire Q movement, in my opinion, um, would be that um that it sort of fosters a sort of um, inactivity, if you will. Sure. Trust the um, plan. The trust the plan and the, if you're watching a movie kind of thing. And again, like I understand well, if this but, is all but, true, but, but, I but, totally. But it's waking people up. To, I'll tell you, people vote with with pocketbooks. And they're saying, you know what, I'm not going to, if so-and-so is a globalist or I don't support so-and-so agenda, now that I'm awake to it, then I won't spend my money. And maybe that person will change what they do or they will produce the product or do the criminal act they're doing, whatever it is. Or they'll get that person... My, my the reason I do it is this: I'm not making any money off this, really. Right, I have you're a not small a patriot. Yeah, I, 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 I have a small one, but it's about entertainment. You give me a dollar, and you get entertained with all the content I provide. But I'm not going to give you any intel. I don't have any intel for you. Right. What I'm going to give you is my interpretation of the things you're probably not seeing, uh, because you're watching the mainstream media and you're not digesting about 50 channels of memes, yeah. and uh, acid boards. and. 
boards, the, the boards that go on the boards, all these things you're not going to see in a because you're in a very small, contained, censored world of Instagram or Facebook or even CNN. That's all fake news, by the way. Trump woke people up to that, like just saying fake news. So, yeah, I can't do much. But maybe if I wake up somebody that can do something that is in a position of power, politician uh, has money, has influence and they didn't know something and I can push them just a nod. That's what I try to do with the memes on the phone. Like a meme is like a microdose. Okay, we're all addicted to our phones, let's just face it. And so when you're scrolling through your phone, maybe I could create something that will change your mind in a certain way or get you to think differently. Maybe get you to try something new that will benefit your life, like a float tank. And that's where I wanna circle back around to, which was just a few things we didn't get to and send people in the good directions of information. So Gordon Wasson, we didn't really talk about him much, but people should go to gordonwasson.com. He is the father of the psychedelic movement. He was big into the CIA. I have a million things I could say about it, but I agree. I've got to wrap it up too. And maybe we can have a part two. I was absolutely sure. literally what I was just about to say. I took a, a breath in before you said the Gordon Wasson thing, but uh, I was going to say, uh, I think we should call this MK ultra part one. Okay. Yeah. We'll save it. And so we'll, uh, we'll talk about that next time. I didn't get into Ted Kaczynski, but oh what I want to say about him. He's on our t-shirt. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Most believe that most people believe that he was dosed with LSD in no. the MK Ultra program. You, you don't believe that? We don't believe so. No, we believe it. It's like a, it was like a psychological um, battery that Ted decided that he wanted to beat. Well, here's what I found in the research. It was a letter Kaczynski wrote to a journalist about his experiments. It says here, media reports about me have been generally loaded with bull manure in particular reports about the murray study have been wildly wildly exaggerated people write to tell me how sorry they feel for me because i was tortured again and again by the murray group as part of an mk ultra experiment allegedly carried out by the cia actually there was only one unpleasant experience in the murray study it lasted about a half hour and uh, could not reasonably have been described as traumatic. Mostly the study consisted of interviews and filling out pencil and paper personality tests. The CIA was not involved. So I just wanted to say that because a lot of people, myself included, until I really looked into it today, assumed that they just zapped his brain with uh, LSD. Right. No, definitely not that. Murray, by the way, was definitely involved in the CIA. He worked for the OSS during World War II. He actually is the guy who wrote the insanely fucking, uh, what's the word, projecting um, psychological profile of Adolf Hitler. Um, by the way, he's the guy who wrote that. And um, also, he's the guy who came up with this Hitler has a small penis theory, uh, just saying, again, projecting. Um, but uh, that, that's... I came up with that theory. <laughs> I don't think... No, this guy came up with it in the 40s. So, for parallel thinking, William. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, are, you, are you familiar with the, the famous... Uh, this is what they would tell me in high school. This is the kind of stuff we talked about. That Hitler could only get an erection if you defecated on his chest. That's just all Germans. That? That's not fair you to Hitler. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing they always used to say in, in like junior high and stuff. Like, oh, Hitler, did you know he was? You, you could only get erect. He was a sexual freak. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks for that. He liked ugly know. bitches. A, <laughs> tell you a, that. <laughs> listen, listen, float. When a man and a lady love each other very much, sometimes she takes a shit on his chest. Oh, I like that. This, this, you have a soundboard. Very yeah. Nice. Well, you know what? We got in a deep conversation, and I didn't feel the need to, to go to cheap, cheap fucking uh, yeah. gags. That's good. Um, so we talked about uh, Terrence McKenna was more, more than likely. Uh, in the CIA, at least as a PR agent, right. which most people don't know about. But again, that's 
and I came to these conclusions. Uh, I know I'm going to give you like bullet points here, but this you can look at all this stuff. Up. Oh, here's here's a point I wanted to make. We didn't talk about this. People get off Google. Okay, because here let me tell you something. I was researching this stuff today, and I put it in Google, and I, it would just be all corporate bullshit stuff. Of course, yeah, doesn't or, give or, the info. or things or, or things that wanted to dispel or, or or disprove what I was trying to actually look for. But then I go to DuckDuckGo, even though they say that's owned by Mossad, I don't care. It gives me better results than Google. All it the does. stuff, all the all the best articles came from DuckDuckGo. I found jack shit on YouTube, or I'm sorry, on Google. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that for people who are out there and they're just getting into this stuff, you can't count on Google anymore. Yeah, just go straight they, to BitChute, really. You've got to go back to Alta Vista. Well, BitChute can radical, might radicalize you a little too fast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they got some pretty wild <laughs> shit on that. Everything is the Jews, the Jews, the Jews on yeah. uh, BitChute. <laughs> if you go down the wrong hole, that's all the side of the screen turns into is just Jews did this, Jews did that. There's also no, quite a bit of uh, Q stuff on there, though, I will say. Yeah. Oh, no, all the, all the great Q stuff is there. All the stuff that you'll never find on YouTube. There is great stuff on YouTube. You I was show. Really also, you won't find I, that I did. on YouTube. I, that was the first thing I did. Like I said, I, I was looking and I was a bunch of gay stuff, but I was also, your logo was the first thing that came up. And then it, all the suggestions were not you guys, but I'm like, because I didn't know what your videos were and weren't, weren't when I was first. Yeah, we, we had to take all our videos off YouTube because we just, they kept going through the old shit and banning and giving us yeah. strikes. So yeah, that's why yeah. I haven't done any YouTubies because I feel like, man, I've got to really no, like find, find too late. some. YouTube well, boat was sailed. Yeah, I, I, that's what I figured. Um, That's why I just well, keep it there to maybe enjoy after it. when we get off air, I'll tell you about the uh, when we do our plugs, I'll tell you about it. But there's actually somebody who might be interested in your services. But um, so I guess now is a great time. Float Universe. What would you like to promote to the listeners? Well, I don't really have a product I'm selling. Uh, or what would you like, like to said, visit? Well, I do have a Patreon, but uh, what I would like him to look into is I didn't even get into John Lilly, and he's a whole. I, we'll I want to talk for, about him too. I know. <laughs> we'll, we'll save him for next time. I didn't expect so much Q stuff today, but it was actually important when talking about the CIA because, for example, uh, I hate to go back into this, but Trump walking over the DMZ and Korea, North Korea, that was big because, yeah, like yeah. I said, that was that was that was proving that this facade of this uh, CIA black state which is what north korea really is trump broke that he, he, they could have gone there and shook his hand anytime they wanted to there was never a th threat to begin with it's about saber rattling to start war oh, oh absolutely i, just, I, I totally people know that. that oh you're, you're seeing a bunch of fake shit on the news yeah. or, or, or you're seeing real shit but it's about people doing puppeteering behind the it's the trillionaires doing puppeteering behind the scenes so you're seeing something that's real but it's manufactured all right. But what I want to promote is floating. It's, I'm called Float Universe. You floated. Uh, it's a thousand pounds of Epsom salt. It's heated to your skin's temperature, approximately 93, 94 degrees, 93 and a half, what they recommend. And at that point, if they do it right, if the buoyancy, the salt, and the room temperature is right, you don't know where your body ends and the water begins. And, it is, and in a sense, you become one. You lose your body and at deeper levels. Like I said, we didn't get into John Lilly who invented this float tank, but we're all enjoying today. But he did acid in the float tank. He was talking to aliens. He uh, did ketamine in the float tank, almost died. He did ketamine in the float tank. And also when he was dying, the entities that saved him basically said he had to turn himself into a woman. And so you know, long, interesting story about John Lilly. He ends up having a, a sex change. I didn't um, know that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Floating turns you trans. 
I was, floating, I was, floating on ketamine turns you trans. Uh, yeah. I can transform you. But he almost so, died doing that. Somebody luckily came in and, and saw him struggling because, you know, the, the whole thing is almost any other drug, you'll be okay. Again, I don't recommend it, especially barbiturates, things that don't drink right. alcohol. I, I recommend marijuana. Yeah, I, I uh, took an edible mushrooms. and smoked before we went. Now, these float centers, and I'm an expert at this, and I worked at a float center, ran, ran, the, ran the whole thing for two years, and I saw my fair share of interesting things. But I, again, I'm not promoting people to go do it at float centers because it's unpredictable. Like two people come in doing mushrooms as a couple, and it, sometimes it just hits the other person differently. And like, for example, one person came out of the tank uh, 20 minutes after 20 minutes, and it was supposed to be like a two hour float. So their buddy was tripping in the tank hardcore, and it was just hitting the other person wrong. And so I had to basically be a trip sitter. Right. And, but he was, so, but he, he was so screwed up though. He was like, he had to trip sit him for like four hours in the corner of the float center. Right. Even though he was supposed to be gone two hours earlier. So that's why I don't recommend, you know, putting yourself out like that, but definitely microdose. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so float tanks, I definitely want to recommend people because you get to relax, you decompress your neck, your yeah, back, it really your does feel great too. Yeah. You can, you can, you can relax so deeply that your muscles are, it's kind of like ribs on a bone. It can get so loose and yummy and, and they'll slip right back into place. You can hear your joints and muscles and, and bones pop as you get so relaxed, things kind of find their natural homeostasis that, that center and it kind of just restores itself and you get the magnesium. Most people are magnesium deficient, especially if you're smoking marijuana all day, you're magnesium deficient. So you're laying in a thousand pounds of Epsom salt full of magnesium being absorbed through the skin. Uh, it's just so nice to be uh, in a tank alone for an hour. No phone. Yeah. Some of these places have lights and you can leave. Speaking the of MK Ultra, by the way, the phone. Yeah. Yeah, and the float tank too. Um, the whole thing with John Lilly, he was in the, involved in that in the beginning. Yeah. And I'll save this for the next episode, but he ultimately didn't want to work with the, the uh, at least that's what he says, because he didn't believe in their ethics. But anyway, I will save the floating for next time. Yeah. And yeah, so people know that uh, the CIA isn't what you think it is, and they've been gassing people. And Oh, another one is Wormwood. So the guy that exposes all this stuff, I forget his name, I haven't written down here, but there's a thing on Netflix right now called Wormwood. And right, I saw that when I was scrolling through. You know, now you know who directs that, right? Errol Morris, right? Now Errol Morris is Hamilton Morris' father. Oh yeah. Hamilton, you know Hamilton Morris is. Yeah, right? he's like that uh, DMT guy. A big, 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 big star in the psychedelic world. Yeah, he worked for Vice, Vice, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton's yeah. Pharmacopia, really cool guy. Probably one of the bigger stars. Probably the biggest star right now in the world of modern psychedelics right if that if that's a, if that's a thing so it's just interesting the connections there that no but ultimately this movie's uh this series is about this whole guy and he, he exposing the, the the lsd and he, they, they give him lsd and he jumps out of a window and it's a whole thing so it's on war it's that's on netflix it's called wormwood and i'm not usually a netflix promoter because i think they worship the beast but yeah. um you know i think there are also people out there that are center of the road or they're unconscious and they don't want to, they're not necessarily, here's what I think is happening. Whether you're 
uh, if you're unconscious, you are at the mercy of the beast right. in a lot of ways. And depending on how dark you are and what level you are of your unconsciousness is how much that beast's pulling you. And I just think that's as simple as that. People are just unconscious. And so they're falling prey to their unconscious uh, uh, habits and demons yeah. and, and things they picked up over life. But the, con the, the float tank can bring you into higher consciousness, which is why it's so important. So not only are you getting the physical of the magnesium and the relaxation and the decompression, it's the closest you're going to get to being in space without being in space. Yeah, sure. You're getting you're getting the mental, which is the mind slowing down. You can learn how to meditate. You can take that feeling of meditation, which you attain in the tank effortlessly, into reality, into the real world. I I started floating because I physically could not meditate. Um, you know, just physically yeah, sitting. Yeah, it's very in hard uh, to do. Right, without, sitting lotus yeah. or even Indian style, even laying down, I fall asleep. So, but a floating. It's like you're laying in a, it's very, the viscosity, it's a, it's a thing unto itself. You have to experience it. It's like, I can tell you what love's all about, but you will never know truly until you experience it for yourself. It's a concept. So you have to go out and experience this. Most of these float centers, 40, 50, $60. Um, they really have suffered a lot during the pandemic. Uh, I was at a float center during the pandemic and it was tough, but we were in Florida, which is a, a good state to go through the pandemic in. But a lot of float centers didn't survive. They got sold off. They shut down. So your float centers could really enjoy that boost, all your listeners out there. Maybe they'll give you a discount if you mention my name. Probably not, but you never know. There's some friendlies out there. A lot of float centers don't like me because I encourage, you know, the darker side of, and they they just want to run a business. You know, they don't want right. people coming in there tripping, shit in their pants, and <laughs> <laughs> drooling at the mouth, and having to babysit them for an hours when they gotta, uh, you know, run their business. So yeah. Uh, I just encourage people to relax. That's the key to looking young. If you want to relax or if you want to look young, you don't smoke, don't drink, uh, don't jerk off. You know, don't, don't just waste that energy. Yeah. Dallas, Dallas believe that you only come into this world with a finite amount of energy. And once it's gone, it's gone. I don't know if I believe in that, but it's an interesting concept and it makes sense. It's, it's a good like argument my, my, against amphetamines. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it's a good argument for amphetamines that 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 it proves it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. You're, you you suck that battery dry really fast. Like, yeah, yeah, I, and, and, I and heard it put years ago that uh, you, you shouldn't jerk off because you only get one bucket full of jizz. Right. No, that's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you you come in with a finite amount of that that ability to produce it, and you know, like for example, the the opposite of is somebody like Tesla who has a celibate, and that's what you get when you don't jerk off your entire life. And and, and the Brahmancharyas and the Indian and the Eastern stuff. Yeah. These guys that uh, they just not only do they not have sex or, but they they the the real the key is this: they move the energy up the spine. It's one thing to not jerk off and just have the energy sit there. That's why people want to jerk off or that's why they go and create, right? That's the energy to create life or it's the energy to create things in life like art or business, get motivated. So you can spend that, you know, or you can just dump it out, jerk off and just shoot it out the bottom of your body and let that thing cool. never fill up. It's just constantly dripping out your life force. It's just ways to think about it. And, and, and the reason I think it's true, not only because I've experienced it, not only because ancient things from different parts of the world say the same thing, but the modern Baphomet worshiping media is encouraging you to jerk off 20 times a month and telling you that it's healthy. And they're doing everything they can to put uh, things out there that are going to put your sexual urges into overdrive, whether it's the food, the drugs, the media, even stuff they put in the, in the, in the, in the, in the notes and music and stuff like that. The way 
that can hypnotize you and, and get you to do certain things. Mm. It's a very scary world if you're unconscious. So bringing it back to the float tank and wrapping it up with a nice little bow, I'm here to promote floating. Find a float center. It could change your life. It could bring you into greater awareness of things in your life that are right in front of your face, but you just don't know it because your eyes are closed. So yeah, a lot of people no, are just sleepwalking. Let me see should. if there's one there. You should. Uh, I co-sign it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in England's a little, are you in England? What part of England? Uh, Yorkshire. Okay. Well, it might be a little bit different out there. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I mean, like, if there's a float center near me, it will be a money laundering operation for a gypsy drug dealer. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny you say that. I, I've always said that those are perfect fronts for yeah. drug for drug dealers because it's like a car wash, you know. Yeah. True. Like you're not pro you're not producing widgets. Like how many people yeah. floated today? How much did those floats cost? Oh, you got people floating overnight for a thousand dollars. Oh, cool. Yeah. But that's the thing that we we really did though. But I didn't charge that much. But yeah. Well, oh, when I was running the show there, man, oh man, it was like, it was Willy Wonka and the chakra factory, man. I was, <laughs> or, or, or Chili Wonka and the chocolate and the right, chakra right, factory. Right. That um, came from a, a meme somebody made, but yeah, man, you guys should float. One day I'm going to have my own float sitter again. The chakra factory will yeah, be. I do have, one I do have designs to do it again. I, uh, I just need time off. I guess now would be a time to do it, I suppose. Um, but uh, anyway. That's uh, what they say. They say when you don't have the time is when you need to do it, is when you really yeah, need to do it true. the most. Um, as for us, uh, the audio version of the show is www.historyhomos.com. Um, and we're also on Odyssey and BitChute and also on Rockfin, which after the show we, we will talk to you about. Rockfin is the, uh, is the Netflix of conspiracy theories. Uh, and we have all of our uh, normal video episodes including this one up for free on our channel at www.rockfin that's r-o-k-f-i-n dot com slash history homos and as all of our regular episodes plus if you uh, subscribe to us uh, you will get an additional bonus episode once per week um, and also you will get access to everybody's uh, content, uh, premium content on Rockfin, uh, including Jay Dyer, Whitney Webb, um, uh, all your Monica Perez. Oh, Jay Dyer's great. He is oh, great. Jay, yeah. Yeah. He's great. He follows me on Instagram. I follow him back. I couldn't Likewise. believe it when I follow man Instagram I'm like oh shit like, me too I got guy. so fucking I fanboyed when, when I found <laughs> out he followed me yeah <laughs> yeah he doesn't have a blue check but he's a blue checker in my eyes yeah I was gonna say oh, in my heart yeah. he's too based to have yeah. a blue check I yeah. know me too so I'll never get a blue check because all the community guidelines I've broken they probably they probably offered him one and he told them to yeah. stick it in yeah. my ass yeah well, um, he's, he's said a little too much about too many important people I think to ever be on true. any yeah. A list. <laughs> um, anyway, though, so also uh, other than that, though, Telegram Telegram group uh, t.me slash history homos chat is the chat and the channel is t.me slash history homos. And uh, the other thing I want to promote. Oh, uh, follow us across social media at history homos pod and me on Instagram at Scott Lizard Abrams. And uh, for also we have T-shirts for sale on the front. Uh, we have our logo, uh, and on the back we have the Sacred Heart of Ted Kaczynski. Um, oh, and, you, oh, I didn't know if you were a Ted guy here. Oh, oh we're cool. big Ted people, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, what's it called? Uh, so, t-shirts are twenty dollars, um, and uh, it's ten dollars shipping domestically in the United States, and it's uh, obviously going to be more for outside the United States. But either way, email me with your address and size and number of shirts you'd like at historyhomos at gmail dot com. And uh, other than that. Uh, yeah, it's 9-11. Yeah, die, die with dignity, Will uh, everybody. And uh, William, what would you like to say to the people? Be kind to each other. 
I agree with that one, man. That's I love that really one. that's your that's, best one if yet. You can do that one. Yeah, if you can do that, that you've, you're enlightened, because that's really what it is. You are attracting people into your energy field to bring you to greater realization. And the ones that are triggering you, the ones you can't be kind to, are really where you need to work. That's really the answer right there. So be kind. Is yeah, there's nothing better than that if you can do it. It's so simple, right? People say all these things. Oh, it's bullshit. It's too simple. That's the secret. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I love that. No, I love that. And most of all, later, homos.